yeah, so I was saying to my cousin, you know what I mean? Just if you don't, if you yeah. absolutely don't have to do it, don't go down on a stripper. I mean, oh, we've been over this before. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I mean, then a... you walk around with a big cherry tomato on your lip. Cherry tomatoes? You know, like the, the herpes. Her, oh, what? The herpes. That's, Holy Moses. That's what you end up getting. Smell the roses. Yep. Holy hell. Uh, <laughs> all these people, they all got herpes. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, oh, wait, hell, we're well, live. Oh, we're oh, what's, uh, oh, good thing crap. we didn't say what we were going to say. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, just take a look at there at that Patreon there. Uh, Willis Screedy is in there. Let's fucking go already. <laughs> <laughs> CP, you son of a bitch and asshole. Hey, I was here um, on time. He was here on time. I was here on time. Uh, we were just chit- Jenny Delaney, Felix. Um, who else is here? Doctor Sinister, if you're still here. Uh, White Tim, what's up, man? Um, just wanted to give a thank you here to my Patreon uh, page that we have. Go check it out, people. Link is below. Is that the official but, logo? Uh, official logo. What? Yeah. Mm. Um, to, so I'm th- going to thank Spooky Astronauts. Uh, CP, Willis Credia, John Stanton, uh, Eric Griffin, Nightmare Ma- and Eric Griffin, I got to show something he sent me in about a minute here. Uh, pretty damn cool. Hey, Ryan Strom, what's up? What's going on, man? Um, also, Nightmare Maven, Raiders AK, Felix in the chat, Queenie Todd, and uh, this week we picked up Ben Grimm. Thank you very much, Ben, and John Dirksen. All cool people. So. Look at these cool people. There you go. And with that said, bam! Welcome to the Late Late Horror Show. Just like that. Uh, Just like that. Um, Again, if you want to be a Patreon uh, or patron of Patreon, links below. Me and Ted, uh, we're going to have a couple videos that are going to be exclusive to Patreon, and they'll probably go up tomorrow. That's right. So, uh. I'm starting to put content up there too. That doing is them topless. Ex- we'll get lots exclusive. Of yeah, there may I'll be. I'll do them with no shirt on. Might be some nude, no nude, um, nude movie reviews there. So uh, if, if you, oh geez, <laughs> the nude movie review. The, the nude movie reviews only on Patreon. Anyways, uh, I got the balls for it. I don't know uh, if you do. Let's see. So, uh, Felix is already chiming in here. He's always oh, got his list ready. There we go. Dang. Believe in the hype. What is up? Uh, nice to see you. See, I like um, this. People did their homework, man. They got their list. Looking forward to Vampire Talk. Me, always. Uh, l- let me go through Felix's list here real quick before me and Ted get to our top ten right. vampire films of all Let's time. Let's take our time. In our... Yes, we're taking Everybody, our time. Everybody, chime in with your list. In our opinion, as always. Uh, everybody's list is going to be different. And I am going... And I got my cheaters this uh, <laughs> week so I can see. That's when you should chat. get a big magnifying glass. Yeah, right? <laughs> It fits more with the theme. And of Ted's the show. got a bit of allergies going on, yeah, so if, if he's he, coughing or hacking or hawking up, spits something on the camera lens, you well, know, this, this it, is it, Cleveland, and you yeah. know, now the the grass is starting to grow because it's May, yeah, and it's pollen time, yeah. You know, so I, I got to put up with it's this. It's cloudy here 354 days a year. Is it really? Well, yeah, because oh yeah, that's Cleveland. Right. I live you know, there. It, it shades us. Yes, it does. From the, Dangerous star above so, us that can burn us and give us cancer. And Ardeth Blood, yes, <laughs> Ardeth Blood is here. Uh, Eric Griffin. Oh, th- yes, thank you. I do. Not, I'll get to your list in a second, Felix. But I do want to thank really quick uh, Eric, uh, Patreon uh, of ours. This is so cool. He sent this to me, and when I opened that box up, I had no idea what to expect because he didn't tell me. And this thing right here, guys, the Phantom of the Opera yeah, Lon bust. 
Lon Chaney, right there. That is exquisite. Look at that detail. I want to kind of, you know, bring him in closer. But uh, Eric, this is from him, and I cannot thank him enough. I told him it would be part of our table, part of our set, and here it is. And that, I'm that should be his, the, he's got wax in his the ear, centerpiece Ted. at Thanksgiving. He's got I mean. wax in his ear. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, right on the center. Uh, carve up uh, some that turkey. That would be the Ted family Thanksgiving center. Yeah, really, really. Uh, uh, so that, thank you again, Eric. Uh, I really appreciate that, it. That's above and beyond what I would ever expect anybody to do. Thank hell you. yeah, hell yeah. Uh, and Ardith Blood, like I said, loves the vampire. Thank you for showing up, Ardith. Yes. Uh, why it is I uh, message retracted? I didn't see it. Um, let's see. Will CP says uh, number one Breaking Dawn part two. To, okay, I'm stopping right there, CP. Um, let me get to Felix's <coughs> top ten real quick. Uh, Felix Raiders AK says my list is ten. What we do in the shadows. It's a popular one. Nine. I like that movie. Blade. Eight. Underworld. Seven. Fright Night. Six. From Dust Till Dawn. Five. Subspecies. Felix. Oh. I'm not even sure that made my list, but let's see. I can't we'll, complain we'll about anybody putting subspecies um, on the list. Four, Near Dark. Three, Dracula. Mm -hmm. Which one? Um, probably the original 1931. Two, Let the Right One In. And one, Nosferatu. Very, very interesting, Felix. See? This is cool. And, and if you guys want to afterwards put your top ten list down in the comments yeah. below after the show, please do, because I, I'd be curious. was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. It was... Because yeah. I tend to go for older films, as everybody knows, and everybody hates. So many ones and that could have been... Unlocked. I needed more. I, ne I needed, like, a top 15. You needed a top 15. If I could have huh? done 15, I could have rounded it out with pretty much all of them that I really like. Batman. New in the chat. What's going on? Suburban Cowboy. I believe Suburban Cowboy, that's Ronnie, right? Ronnie Savage. If that's you, and I do believe it is you, he's taking his shirt off. He is? Ronnie's yeah. taking his shirt off? Yeah, I believe well, so. Fuck it. For the screen. <laughs> um, Batman. To me, Lugosi is the best Dracula. We will talk about that, um, Batman, uh, very soon. I'm watching with my shirt off. Here he goes. He said it's yeah. a perfect guy. That's Ronnie. Uh, what's going on, man? I haven't seen you in here in a little bit. I'm like bit. the dad in Goldberg's when I get home. Pants come off. <laughs> yes. I'm home, don't bother I'm always me. updating my top list of vampire films about once a year. Suburban Cowboy, yep, it's me, Ron, shirtless all day, homie. That Woo! is right. But, uh, yeah. So the setup is a bit different. Love this. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you very much, man. You know, they probably and, made one uh, of those for all of the Universal Monsters. Oh, frick. Can you imagine having, like, a creature from the Black Lagoon? I can imagine it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got my mummy. list right here. And, Those are uh, exquisite. Yeah, I think let's just jump into starting our lists then. Oh, okay, really? you guys? And chime in anytime if you guys got questions or, or thoughts. Uh, There's definitely, I'll check the chat every now and then. I can so. definitely think about three, four movies I, I love, but I just like these more. Yeah. So I wish I could have put them on there, but well, let me throw I got it. what I got. Yeah, okay. No. Cool. And as usual, my, my top two or three, that's usually my top two. Those are my top... Everything else, depending on my mood, could shift. Did, so. did, did you throw on there on, on your list any like um, ones that didn't make the list? A couple, like there's no, two, but I know them. Okay, there's two I've got to mention that isn't on my top ten. I list. can mention them after we do them all, and then I can. Oh, I'm going to throw them out there right now before I get into my, do my list. My honorable mentions. My honorable mentions. I'm going to throw them out there right now because. Um, Vampire's Kiss with Nick Cage did oh, not man. did not make my list, but it didn't. It, that was a very interesting commentary. It was, 
Yeah, we did a commentary did a on Vampire's Kiss. If you go back and listen, if you movie. haven't listened, but Vampire's Kiss is Nick Cage believes he's a. And I'm not giving a, a spoiler away. You can still go back and watch the movie on its own uh, merit. So, but he believes he's a vampire, and it, it's it's you know Nick Cage, man. This movie is so weird, so bizarre. It's only two that, words you need to say. That, yeah, Nick Cage. Totally weird. Doing totally Nick bizarre. Cage. <laughs> Coffin, he puts, throws the couch upside down, gets under it. Anyways, that's an honorable mention. Something you guys should see if you haven't seen it yet and you love vampire movies. Watch Vampire's Kiss from 1988. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I had to throw this one out there too because this probably would have made my list, but technically it's not a vampire film. Although. People put it on their list of vampire films. The, the the Omega Man from from 1971. The Omega Man, Charles Charlton Heston. They're not necessarily vampires, but somehow they are. But they don't drink blood. It's a very odd kind of sci-fi film. Mm-hmm. But I love this film. Well, go man. with the original where they were Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price. There you go. And then there's I Am Legend with Will Smith. Same, you got, yeah, uh-huh. same, same story. But, but the Omega Man, you got to see it, man. If you guys haven't seen that with with good old Chuck Heston, um, you got to give it a watch. Just starts off, I think, with him driving around the deserted city or yeah. something like that. I think I remember. Love it. Oh. Well, then, if we're so doing we, our honorable mentions, go ahead. If I'd had a little bit more room, yeah, there would have been subspecies two, Bloodstone. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because that's my favorite of all the subspecies right. movies. There would have been Near Dark, mm-hmm. and there would have been Let the Right One In for sure. Oh, my God. I know. That probably would They're have been the on your very... List. None of those are on my list. Well, you can find out. Yeah, I, so I, ain't, spo- like, I ain't spoiling well, what nothing. is on his list? I ain't spoiling yet. Uh, what, I, <laughs> I can I imagine lo- what's on love, your list. But. I love all... Especially Let the Right One In, I think, yeah. is, is fantastic. But I'm, I'm a little bit more old school. I'm, I'm a little well, bit more. S- same here. But and, uh, believe it or not, I've got some newer flicks on my, uh, well, relatively. You know, well, these, yeah. these that I'm going to go through, I just like more. Than yeah. Those. You guys are throwing everything out there, but uh, yeah, I, I'm going to. Wait, and uh, Fright Night. I, I would have put Fright Night on there, the original Fright Night. Jenny well. says, thanks, uh, or Ted, I like the Batman shirt. So Thank you. I was looking in my closet deciding what to wear. It was either this or No Ma'am from Married with Children. And no Ma'am. Yeah, that's always my, a classic in our streams, No, no Ma'am, ma'am. shirt. <laughs> okay, so number 10 on my list of top 10 vampire films of all time is... Don't look. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I didn't see Goddamn sneak and a peek. No. <clears throat> I didn't see uh, Number 10 is The Hunger from 1983. Oh, yeah. We did a commentary with, ages uh, ago. David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Catherine Deneuve, mm-hmm. uh, who plays the seductress kind of vampire right. in here. Um, William Defoe's in this. Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Who, uh, you know. Isn't uh, William Defoe just like... Like, just at a phone booth or it's, something? It's just at his phone. I had to throw it in there, though, because that scene with William Dafoe <coughs> in there sticks out to me big time. Well, especially but, when you know, you know, that he became such a big actor later yeah. on. But, but you know, the reason this, I I, pick, I put this at number 10, is just David Bowie. His, uh, everybody did a great job in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bit weird, a bit out there, strange, kind of, for a vampire flick, too. Um, David Bowie... 
really did an awesome job in here. Oh, and, and it starts off in like a goth club with a Bauhaus. But, Bela yeah, Lugosi's I was, dead. I was going to say that Bella Lugosi. No, no, oh, that's all right. Um, just awesome. If you know that song when and, it hits, and, and I love that song. That's mm-hmm. my kind of music. I love it. And um, you know it, what? What gets me about this too is is when towards the end when David Bowie ages the yes. whole the, there's a, there's something touching about the end of this film if you're a vampire lover uh, you know eternity living forever and you think you're going to live forever and then you're not all of a sudden yeah and there's nothing you can do about it yeah very very emotional scene it's like it wears know. off and he starts to age or something mm-hmm. very i haven't seen it since we did that commentary and it's probably more than two years ago again yeah another commentary we did mm-hmm. so yeah go back and listen to what we have to say about that, was like that two one, or three sets ago <laughs> yeah a couple yeah. years ago <clears throat> yeah. at least yeah, yeah but um so that's my number 10 you know number go 10. check it out if you haven't man good film all right my number 10 hmm. is well, it was released here. In Hold 19... on a second. Oh, oh. oh that's um, a... Believe in the hype. Two dollars. Super chat. Thank you oh, very much, thank man. Thank you. Uh, Van Helsing better be number one, Dino. Ha ha. You're gonna have to wait. Well, and Van see. Helsing's a character in some of the movies on my <laughs> right. <laughs> you gotta wait and see, man. Um, <clears throat> you don't have to wait very long. But go ahead. No, no. Number <laughs> ten, released in 1974, Captain Chronos, Vampire you. Hunter. Okay. Now, have you seen this movie? Yes. Captain Chronos Vampire. Doesn't make my list. One of the last really good Hammer movies to come out. Um, hey, uh, let me just ask you real quick. You don't got to... This isn't all your top ten Hammer vampire movies, is it? It could have been. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. But it's go not. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's go ahead. not even close. Okay. Me, wait, wait. Just one, two, two. Five? Yeah, maybe four. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Not go even on. half. So Captain Chronos okay. va- Vampire Hunter. Yes, because... And this is a very unique vampire movie thank you believe in it um it didn't do very well they had planned the the director that i think his name was brian clemens this is the only film he did i'm not looking at your list no, I, I, that he directed um oh. the idea was to do a series yeah. of this captain chronos and in in these hammer film in this hammer film captain chronos is a ex-soldier he's got a sidekick who's a hunchback named grost yeah and they travel the countryside and they're professional vampire killers Go from town to town, wherever they're needed. I mean, before there was Buffy, there was Captain Kronos. And um, it, it's it's not just that he's a badass where he's got a, a samurai katana. Yeah. You know, later on he's got a, a sword, made, like looks like a cross. From the Lion King? A, a no. Kuna Makana? A Kuna Matata. Oh, okay. Go ahead. You're confused. I know. But yeah, I mean, you wonder like, oh my God, how's this guy got this, you know, samurai sword? And... and I mean, he stands like a samurai. He's got the swords. He's ready to kick some ass. Really? Um, but in this... Scary. And, oh, it's even got uh, Hammer Girl and Bond Girl, Carolyn Monroe in it. Oh. She's a little gypsy named Carla that he rescues. Love that. But uh, Again, yeah. love the hammer chicks. You yes. Know? But this film's a little different in that the vampire that they're chasing doesn't drain people of their blood. It drains them of their youth. God so, damn those vampires. So some young girl's going out, out into the woods or whatever, and then they find her and she's just some old lady. you know. And Damn empaths. And, uh, you know, it's just the problem with a lot of Hammer movies is they weren't distributed very well, so it didn't catch on. It didn't become... But now it's kind of like a big cult thing. Everybody loves Captain Kronos. Yeah. And uh, number 10. Should have been a series, cool. but... Luke! You know. Confused Reviews. What's up, my friend? Hey! Check them out. we got a good crowd today. I yeah, like it. I like yeah. it. 
Uh, you know what? Another one that could have been on my list is Fearless Vampire Killers. Mm-hmm. We um, keep saying we're going to do a commentary I, on that. It's a long movie. It's it's. But anyways, um, okay. So my number nine. You know what else should have been yes, an honorable what? mention? Salem's huh. Lot. Uh, yes, yes. That could have been an honorable mention. Okay. It doesn't make my top okay. ten. Well, I'm, see, I said I let's needed not 15. Give, let's not give away our list. I'm not giving let's away see. my list. Okay, so number nine. I'm giving away what's not on my list. Number nine. You guys may be shocked, but it's it's Dracula, 1931. I, that's the fair. The old black and white. That's fair. It's it's not the best, but it's 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 what jump-started the Universals and, and, and got those those franchises going. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I do love the film. I mean, I... Me and Ted have talked before. <clears throat> I love almost the Spanish version more than the. A lot of people don't give that one a watch. Original <laughs> version. It's good. So if you're ever able to watch the Spanish version of Dracula, which they were filmed at the same time, literally, you know. Yeah, they were filmed Dracula scene. during the day. They did the Spanish one at night. Yeah, um, give that a shot, man. It's it's a good flick. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, you know. Somewhat dated, somewhat slower paced. 1931, but... I guess, is dated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but there you go. I mean, no need to talk any further about it. I mean, we all know the classic Universal Dracula with Bella Lugosi. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's nine on my list. So, yeah, there you go. Fair enough. Yeah. I-, I can agree with that. Well, thanks. My number nine. Yeah. It's 1970 House of Dark Shadows. You cannot have no list of vampires without squeezing Barnabas in there somewhere. Um, This was a film that was made after the Dark Shadows soap opera had completed. You can be guaranteed to have a different list from any of yours. Yeah. And this was a sort of a really, really condensed, a lot of things changed, but some things were still there. A condensed version of the soap opera with Mm -hmm. different kinds of endings and some of the popular scenes from the soap opera like where dr hoffman creates the serum that's supposed to cure barnabas of his vampirism but it ends up making him age you know in the end and um it's a little bit more gritty a little bit more violent than the soap opera was because they could do that in the movies right right um it's all it's you know it's got the jenny the gothic you know the gothic 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 collinwood castle hi don't forget me (laughs) You know, I'm high on Dimatap. Take, you're, you're high on Dimatap. Uh, Robitussin. Robitussin. Um, no, no. That's, I used to watch good. this on TBS. They would do a double feature this and Night of Dark Shadows, which is not a vampire film, but it's a right. great ghost story. And um, Okay. Remember TBS? They used to show everything like 905, 1105. Right, right. Yeah. Let's do it different. Let's go five minutes <clears throat> after the hour. Yeah, my mom's the one that turned that Stupid on for me. Because I, I didn't get to watch the you know the soap opera until like Sci Fi Channel picked it up. So when that came on, she turned it on, and we sat there and watched. It. I loved it, and I still have it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Think, I'm I'm actually thankful that this the crappy Johnny like, Depp okay. one came out yeah. because when that came out, they put the other two on Blu-ray and they put out the big box set of the soap opera well, with everything. So because that movie came out, yeah. I got all the other cool shit that I wanted. Well, real quick, Jenny Delaney, and I disagree with you, Dark Shadows with Johnny Depp, hmm, on my list. I think she's serious, but... I mean, if you want to dig mm. it, you can dig it, but... No, no, true. No, I'm so... I hey, didn't... we all got our own taste. You know, I didn't out and out hate everything in it, but, you know, they just made it more of a comedy, I guess. Ay, ay, ay. Luke from Confused Reviews says, From Dust Till Dawn... 
Uh, great one. Batman says 30 Days of That's Night. That's a movie that just turns everything upside down by the end, man. Well, what, From dust I'm down. just reading because these could be on our list. It's, it's a cool flick. It just um, it is on our list. But, uh, 30 Days of Night and Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter were good films. Batman, yes, I agree 100%. Man, I love both of those films. Um, I like 30 Days of Night. That 30 was a Days idea. of Night, I, I was this close to putting it on my list, but I'm blowing it now because Certainly it's made not on my list. Vampires Monsters again. Monsters again, yes. You know, that's, instead of... And that was my thought process when going in, you know, saying, hey, this is on my list. But mm-hmm. it didn't quite make it, you know. But um, Ben Grimm says, Rockula was the best one. <laughs> okay, that's well, on Amazon <laughs> to watch, I think. I saw that. I was Rockula. I think that's on there to watch. Jenny, uh, Tim Burton directed it also, so he had to make it into a comedy, Dino. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. Uh, Interview with hey, the Vampire get, is uh, on my list. you did get a cameo Blood. of um, Jonathan Frid, Lara Parker, Parker, and David Selby, original. Yeah. When they're having the party where Alice Cooper's the singer. Right. They, they do walk in. They don't have any lines or anything, but you do see them. They did at least give the original actors a cameo. Okay. Yes. So, so let me go to my eight since uh, Luke brought it up. What you got? Um, my number eight is from Dust Till Dawn, nineteen ninety six. I remember seeing that at the movie theater Quentin when it Tarantino, came out. Yeah, it was a wild movie because you didn't expect it to turn the way that it turned. Right. How it did. Well, but. see, that's the thing. I mean, the whole storyline at the beginning, before they hit that bar, was a totally different kind of movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, an awesome movie, you know, Quentin Tarantino. He this is up there, Robert man. Rodriguez directed. Robert Rodriguez. Yep, yep. Wrote. Yep, yep. Um, so and then when they hit the bar, you know, it's just you know you're waiting for those vampires, especially on rewatches. And I mean, Cheech plays like three different characters in it, right? And, yeah. <laughs> and I love when he's out there. We got black boozy, oh, white boozy. Don't know everywhere, man. Sorry. And Selma Hayek. I mean, how snake around the neck? I mean, I popped the, that scene up on YouTube. Of course at least, you did. At least every <laughs> other day. Um, okay, go ahead. Um, oh, John Kyle Stanton, $10 super chat. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you so much, John Kyle. Uh, Dino and Ted, sorry I can't stick around. I hope you all have a good night along oh, with CP, all right. Felix, Tim, and the rest. Also, the Lost Boys, Near Dark, Fright Night, better be the top three. Uh, John? Uh, Maybe yeah. it's a good thing you're leaving. It's, well, no, <laughs> no. Oh, is he staying? Well, yeah, I can't say nothing. I can't spoil nothing, John. But, John, thank you so much, yeah. man. Thank you for being in this little community and all you guys here in the chat and stuff. Absolutely. Me and Ted appreciate it so much. This Dino is what, does a lot of work on this. this I, is, I just come over and talk. Yeah. yeah he does all the work. I try. This is... The the personal side of all of this on YouTube is, is what I love and... Yeah. and, and Making all you guys, you know, these friends of, of, with you guys, yeah. it's it's just I can't say enough, you guys. So, so we got th- jobs th- and kids running around, and it <laughs> takes a lot of time to do this. Right. So thank you, John. Again, sorry you can't stick around because yeah, the list and it'll be posted. Yeah, you, you can we'll watch afterwards. Um, oh, I wanted to say any, one thing. Yeah, go ahead. Just I want you to promise me something. If we ever yeah. open up a bar, I want to call it the Titty Twister. Sure. All right. I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm game. Because um, it'd be the most popular joint in town. 
It would be. If we get can I mean, get an impersonator like Cheech and Chuck. Yeah, I, I either Schmier. want to call it the Regal Beagle. The Regal Beagle. Three's Company too. Felix, Ted and I appreciate it. Lots of laugh. Okay. And mm-hmm. Dracula Dead and Loving It. They're, oh, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. They're all throwing out names. Batman, Dracula 2000 was good for what it was. Not the best, but still enjoyed. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't think Art I saw of, that one. Art of Blood. Alice Cooper plays the devil god in the Canadian vampire movies suck. Yes, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, but again, yeah, I mean, all I need to say is some Hayek, the bar scene, um, mm-hmm. all the vampires. What ensues afterwards when they all become vampires, I mean, it's it's classic. I mean, you know, it's something I saw in 1996 and loved it, so. I remember seeing it at you the know, theater. There you go. And they had a really good like THX sound system in the part like where the bats come out you know right and it literally it was the first that's kind of stuff was kind of new back then yeah and you could hear the bats it sounded like it was just all around you it was so cool it's badass mm-hmm. oh my god man okay so you're number eight eight number eight you, you probably you know okay. Dracula 1931 okay okay number eight there you go um, made your eight the only okay. thing I'll add to what you said about it is Substar leading by it's a, of course, it's iconic. Bela Lugosi created the look. Yep, and all of them have, you know, have followed mm-hmm. since. But um, it was based on the play. It's stagey. Um, I love the gothic scenes. I love when Bella's on there doing what Bella does. But um, it, it, it's just a little stagey. And, yeah, yeah. Um, which, which I some think, of those movies at the very beginning, like 1930, 31, mm-hmm. coming out of the silent Well, it was era. originally supposed to be a silent film, but yeah. talking got to be new, and they wanted to jump on the sound. You know, I mean, yeah. a talkie. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, because Todd Browning was not a sound director. He was a silent film director. Yeah. And There were so, a lot of films around that yep. time. That, yeah. So that it, it's a classic in that way. But um, I think for... Maybe some of the you know younger people and in, in that uh, are getting into some of these movies. That one might be a little hard. You might watch and go, ah, it's a little dull. But thank God, it's only a little over an hour. So, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, hell, even Dracula gets killed off screen. I mean, you don't even see it happen. You just hear ah. for for history's sake. For the the it horror belongs lover, on the list. It belongs on the list, and it it should be a watch for anybody who. Mm-hmm. Loves vampires especially, but horror in but general. But see, I like it. So. I like to turn off the lights at night and put I it do on. Too. But what yeah. I'm saying is, it is stagey. But I mean, I'm okay with that. I, I still like it because that's what I grew up with, and I dig it. But, and, and but the, it is lower on the list. And the female leads in that pre-code mm-hmm. kind always of era are mm-hmm. always so beautiful, uh, wearing the lacy sheer gowns and. and Fay Ray's our girl, yeah. man. Uh, the ultimate scream queen. Ultimate Fay Ray, you you got that. Nobody right, screamed man. like my girl Fay. Uh, Guilty pleasure says uh, leading blind, who is star mm-hmm. uh, Vampire Resurrection. I don't think I've ever seen that Vampire Resurrection. But see now, everybody throws out some movies here and yeah, yeah. stuff for me to check out. And Batman says, I was watching your commentary of Dracula 1931 earlier, and Bella uh, Pack the Pistol Lugosi still cracks me up. <laughs> well, thanks for watching it, Yeah, Batman. we did but all yeah, the classic got... Universal. We did a yeah. whole series. Every week we did another one. It, Batman, if you check out The Invisible Man. Oh, please, watch that one. We do a little... My son still loves to watch that. We do a little skit at the beginning where I do some editing to where we disappear. I stole some stuff from the hospital. <laughs> yeah, we... we Disappear on screen, so it's, it's <clears throat> kind of... We had fun with the Universal series, so... My boy still watches it. How'd you do that? How'd you do that? It's, it's magic. Oh, um, it's magic. We, we took monocane and... So here we go. 
This is the one everybody's always talks about, and it's it made my number seven. Seven. Um, Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula, nineteen ninety two. Love that movie. With you know all the stars, of course. Mm-hmm. You know Gary Oldman doesn't fantastic job. Can't be beat. Yeah, I mean, well, he, he can be beat, but I mean, oh, he's, he's just, up what there. he did in that movie. No, no, yeah, I, I all agree. the different ranges of emotion that he, his character. Lots put this up there at number one, and I mean, I I understand totally. Mm-hmm. It's just I've got different tastes, but God, man, I love the film. That movie hit me big you, when you it t- came out. I, yeah. I went to go see it about three times. I had the, I still have the soundtrack. The, you know, like the. Uh, the art of Dracula book, I have that. I mean, just yeah, I love that movie. No, no, I mean, from 1931, black and white, slow pace to this, Francis mm-hmm. Ford Coppola did an awesome job. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah, the feel, everything. It was just, it was, it's an awesome film. Yes. You know, so yeah, there you go. More to come. That's on that my movie. number seven. Yeah, okay. All right, mm-hmm. my number seven, a movie that probably I'm the only person in this whole chat and this whole thing who has seen this movie. <laughs> Lake of Dracula, 1971. You talk about this all the time. This, Go on. Ever since we started doing this commentary, what, f- four years ago? F- going on five years? I don't know how long yeah. it's been. I talked about when I was a kid watching Superhost Saturday afternoons. Mm-hmm. That's what I always did. Once in a while, he would show this Japanese vampire movie. It was dubbed in English, of course. And I never knew the name of it. I just, I remembered scenes. I remembered certain scenes. Yeah. And then, lo and behold, you know, I mean, I, I didn't know how to even begin mm-hmm. searching for that movie because I didn't know when it was from. Right. I wasn't even 100% sure it was Japanese. Um, then I noticed, you know, when I started collecting Blu-rays and stuff that uh, Arrow Video was putting out a set called the Bloodthirsty Trilogy. So I click on it and see what it is. Yeah. And it's three movies, uh, Vampire Doll, Lake of Dracula, Evil of Dracula. All directed by the same guy from Toho Pictures, early 70s. These are kind of the only three gothic vampire movies to come out of Japan, at least during that period. It was sort of like them trying to jump on the hammer bandwagon Mm -hmm. a little bit. And that's how it was described. So I did a little searching on those three movies, and I was able to even find them like on Internet Archive or something to watch. Yeah. Oh, really? And damn it, Lake of Dracula was that movie! Oh, I remembered the scenes because okay. I remember that when they were dead, they were kind of really blue and pale. Yeah, and I was like, God damn! So I bought that Blu-ray set. I watched all three of them. All three of them were fantastic. They weren't doing kung fu and stuff. No, no, no martial arts okay. at all. It takes all of them take place in modern times. Yeah, it just happens to be you know a Dracula character in it. Um, they're very Japanese. They're if you like Hammer. If you're that kind of person, you would love these movies. Okay. Um, I know you keep telling me about it. And, they're they're all you know, on Amazon Prime. Trying to get to If you it. want to watch them for free, if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can watch them all on there. Yeah. And uh, they're just really cool. And I'm so happy that Arrow put that set out so that I could have those. I know. I didn't even I know what the name of it was. I was so excited to, to have that movie back. I had to take them to the hospital. Oh, I was just, you know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. But that's my favorite of the three. Lake of Dracula. Lake of Dracula. Yeah, I can't believe that made your list there, but it's I, one that I, really I understand like. why it made your list. Um, I always loved it as a kid, and I just, you know, you, you forget. 
And right, right. So I got that back. Ardeth Blood says, uh, I know everyone hates Vampire in Brooklyn, but it's a fave of mine. No. That's Eddie Murphy, right? Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah Eddie Murphy's got his fans. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it, so I can't really judge. Leading Blind says Vampire in Brooklyn would be on uh, my number seven, probably. Okay. Wow. Uh, Daybreakers is a good modern one. Have not seen that one. Uh, a lot ben of Grimm. movies I haven't seen. <laughs> uh, Brandon Orr, Blood for Dracula was kind of cool film, too. Huh. Blood of for Dracula. You're, you're, Blood for Dracula. I I'm not sure which one that is. Uh, Brandon Orr. I I'm not sh- sure if I remember you ever being in the chat before. But if not, welcome. welcome. Yeah, welcome, man. Um, number six on my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is drumroll? No, not no drumroll. Uh, The Lost Boys, 1987. Ted shaking his head. I can't watch this, that movie without thinking of that oiled up guy playing the saxophone on the. Ted, the whole movie isn't the oiled up saxophone player, but I know what you're saying. When we did our commentary, the rest on of the movie's Lost fine, Boys, but damn it, that ruins the whole movie. We me. went off on the saxophone being all greased up with Vaseline stuff. It was funny. We had a good Why time. Why does with he have that. to be all oiled up? <laughs> it's hot out there. They're at a carnival. So we're gonna put oil on our skin. I know, Ted. We've talked this about this. This is your this. pick. You go ahead. We talked about this, but this is just, this is just nostalgia, man. It's classic eighties, man. Any generation Xers, really, you yeah. know, who grew up, you know, in the eighties, you know, this is one of those staples. I mean, you know, everybody, you know, especially if you're a horror lover, loves the Lost Boys. You got everybody in there, you know. It's true. Uh, you know, from Why Jason Patrick so to Kiefer Sutherland to Everybody's in there. So the two Corys. The two Corys are in there. The Frog Brothers. I mean, come on. You know? And it's not on my Little list. Little Eddie Munster is in there. That's true. Well, yeah, and then it's yeah. not on my list. I, I mean, but I'm weird like that. I, I mean, there's, love there's that There's a handful film. of movies that people just love and love and love. And, and that's a fir- I don't hate, but I don't love. It's a film I can always put in. Even if it's... Once a month, I can watch it, and I don't get sick of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we all it's, got it's, ones like that. Yeah, those yeah. are our go-to, like you the know. ones I got on my phone. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's why I buy the phone at the highest capacity. Lost Boys is a go-to. It's always going to be in my collection. Always going to be watching it. So there you go. That's Lost my Boys. yeah. That, that's my um. I got a feeling your six. list is going to be more popular than my list. Probably, but I'll bet there'll be at least that's one right. or two people out there that dig what I'm talking. They like what I'm selling. Yeah, we 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 both got different tastes. That's that's what makes I it do. all so interesting. I yeah. I just I love gothic and I love I don't know I just love mist and shit. So yeah, you love your seventies, sixties. Uh, Let's see. 60s, well, there I go to this. Okay. Okay. All right. Time for a hammer. Uh, Nineteen sixty. Brides of Dracula. Uh, real quick. What? But, but, I always get interrupted. No, no. But but you can start over. You just start. You said it. Um, <sighs> Ben Grove says he oiled himself so that the sexiness just flowed off of him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Felix, they were at Santa Cruz Beach, boardwalk, not a carnival. Right. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking, I trying know, to think the, the sex word. guy was on the beach for a concert. Boardwalk. Yeah, boardwalk. That's Right, Felix. Yeah. I was um, thinking dock or something like that, but yeah. yeah. Kiefer was yummy. Okay, yeah, I got that. Um, okay, I'm seeing Corey Feldman from Lost Boys at Boston Comic Con, uh, says Batman. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get get it, get some signatures. Get something from him. Um, but yeah, tell go, him to go come ahead, forward no. with all the names of the people that molested him when he was a kid. So 
that can bust the floodgates open. I I think he has, but maybe not. Go uh, ahead. He's go afraid ahead. of getting sued because he. So sorry, sued. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but go That's ahead again. Right. 1960, Brides of Dracula, the first official sequel yes. to their Dracula film with Christopher Lee. This one does not have Christopher Lee in it, but it does have Peter Cushing playing Van Helsing. And this one deals with a aristocratic family that has also been infected by the vampire. It's a the, the matriarch mother keeps her son, who is a vampire, chained up in a room, and it's it's a commentary <clears throat> we've done. In yeah, the past. we did that movie, and uh, you know that guy ends up getting loose. But the, apart from it being just a kick-ass movie and one of Hammer's best movies, it's got one of the best endings where to to immobilize the vampire, they're fighting at a, a windmill, yeah. and Doctor Van Helsing, Peter Cushing, tur- you know, jumps on the windmill to turn it into the shape of a cross so that the shadows over him. Yeah, and oh, that's just. No, that was a badass scene. That's yeah. just awesome. When and Hammer makes a good film, when? they they make a good film. More of them are good but, than not. Well, you, no, no, more of them. You've got are good some than. taste, so a different. Yeah, uh, I whatever. got some taste. Yeah, you, you sure <laughs> but what do, I, another but. thing I like about this film is, uh, and there's other, there's at least another Hammer film with the same idea. I love that whole cult of. You know, within the aristocracy, you know, yeah. it's it's the aristocracy that are being vampirized, mm-hmm. you know, and um, you know, are following the master. Yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of cool. But uh, one yeah, of the yeah. best Hammer films, if you if you can watch it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. And again, I keep saying we did a commentary on it, but we've done a shitload of commentaries over right. almost four years here. And technically, this is I think except for like three is, of these movies, we've done commentaries on all the movies I got here. Yeah, I mean we we don't do anniversary streams, but technically it's four years, mm-hmm. so we're we're right at four years. Throw them all back up there. So there you go. Make uh, a little vampire playlist on our four years. Actually, we probably have one. I, I think I have a vampire playlist okay. on our, for our commentaries. So. <coughs> yeah, oh. Um, so okay, so yeah, we're um, up to number five. Five, I'm alive. And my number five pick is. Nosferatu, 1922, with uh, you know Count Orlock, Max Shrek, plays the, eerie as hell movie. It that's, I mean, this is just film school, you know, one hundred and one artistic, mm-hmm. dark, gothic, moody, atmosphere. I, I you know, all those adjectives yes. you can throw at it, you know, for a film like this, and just. Like you said, creepy, creepy. It's you know, you know, right in that era, you know, of silence and stuff like that, where it just no matter what, those films were creepy to begin with. There's nothing wrong with silent films, people. I'm a huge fan of silent films, comedies, Mm -hmm. horror films. You know, they've been making horror films since you know they learned how to crank that handle. And Uh, with with the silent films like Nosferatu, mm -hmm. because they're silent. You get more mood and atmosphere mm-hmm. to those movies. So these, those are the movies you turn off, yeah, totally all the total blackness, off. sit there, watch, and just be mesmerized for roughly around an hour because you know movies usually ran around an hour mm-hmm. back then. And um, yeah, I mean, just you know, iconic vampire you know max Shrek did an awesome job we should say also on a historical note yeah we're even lucky to have that movie because uh bram stoker's widow sued the filmmakers because they didn't clear the rights Mm -hmm. to to film dracula they changed the name of the character they changed the name of the movie and um she won the case and all copies were ordered to be destroyed 
but some had gone out to other countries and those you know found their way into safe places and that's Thank the only God. reason why we still have that film that's why it's public domain you can watch it for free on on youtube and anywhere yeah um sometimes with different scores um and that's a cool thing about some silent movies too is uh and color different scores yeah they've colorized it but uh you know different scores give it a different feel depending and um Sometimes there's really good Blu-ray or DVD editions that uh, have more than one option. You know, you can kind of pick the one you like. Yep. No, no. It's thank God we got that. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. Another one that should have been on my top ten, but didn't quite make it. Um. Really quick, let me check the chat on YouTube. Um, Give it all away. Uh. Let's see. Blood of Dracula was an Andy Warhol film. You know, I it wondered trippy, if that was but cool. Says yep. Brandon Orr. There was flesh for Frankenstein cool. and blood for blood for Dracula. Yeah, I remember those now. Cool. And Leading Vines' Daughter of Darkness is my number six. Now, are you talking about the the one from the seventies with? Uh, I'm sure she is. John Carlin from Dark Shadows, because that's a damn good movie. Yeah. It's not on my list, but like I said, if I could have had a top fifteen, that's just a good Euro trash mm. sleazy. Yeah. Oh, that's a good movie. If that's what you're talking about, hon, I've seen that one. Uh, Zachary says, "I knew you'd pick all the Draculas." Well, not necessarily there, Zachary, <laughs> but um, Dracula movies. Uh, Jenny, the original Jason Ari Lehman is going to be in Albany at one of my malls on my birthday, May twelfth. Very cool. I hope you get a yeah. Get in uh, there. Yeah. I love going to conventions. I ain't been to one in a while, but I love going to conventions. Yep. I've um, met some cool people. Brandon Orr says, Children of the Night. Oh, he's just a uh, fart noise, says uh, C.P. willis Critia. He's doing another quick drive-by. Uh, thank you for the fart noise. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's my number five. Did you say your number five? Um, Go on. One, two, number three, five. Four, five. Oh, yeah. One, two, three. I'm sure you're doing more than farting after all those nuts, C.P. <laughs> no, Ted, sorry. Anthony Perkins and Mia Sarah. Yeah, if you go over to Willis Credia after the stream, um, <laughs> no drive-by, sir, uh, says Willis Credia, CP. Uh, you got to check out CP late last night after show business, which we do every Monday night there, talk about movies and stuff like that. Uh, him and Emily from Emily's Adventures in Horrorland, who you should definitely subscribe to also, um, they both did a Death Nut Challenge. CP was putting all kinds of nuts in his mouth. Um, but no, it's a death nut challenge. So they put a hot I mean, one in there and it progressively gets oh, hot. I thought you meant like uh, other dudes. Yeah, that would have been, <laughs> that would have been, that, that would have been real popular. On, like, what, on, what are you, teabagging on, on YouTube? YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm playing. Whoa, I'm playing. No, no, hey. But, um, That's the after party after our show. It was It was... <laughs> Don't say secrets. <laughs> Teabagging. <laughs> but that was funny as... I, it actually wasn't funny as... It was funny as hell, but I felt sorry for the man. You've seen it in their eyes by that fifth one. I think CP wanted to almost go to the hospital. Um, I don't know how his insides took it, or Emily's for that. I think she took it a lot better, but anyways. Queenie Todd, what is up? Hey. Um, that's Ted. That's my secret. Anything for clicks, Ted? Um, <laughs> yeah, and after hours here too, right? Yes, after hours, right after show business, where it gets raw and dirty. Um, anyways, raw and um, dirty. So, it's uh, the way I like it. Okay, you're number five. Number five, 1970. I can't get out of these these old movies here. I know. Um, I know. The Vampire Lovers. 
Okay. All right. This is Hammer again. The vampire. But this is mm. Ingrid Pitt. I know. I was. You were gonna say Ingrid Pitt. The, Listen. All I gotta tell you guys. I'm not gonna get into whole. The vampire thing. lovers. We did a commentary on this. Oh one. boy. You have the beautiful Ingrid Pitt. Yes, you did. As a vampire. Right. Wearing a lacy nightgown, walking yes. through a cemetery with right. mist and dark. You could see castles oh and the moon. And that's all you mm. need. That's all you need. You you have that in a movie, you immediately have my attention. Yeah, no, no. So, <laughs> it has all of that and more. But it's a it's a it's good a story. very it's, good. It's based on um, uh, the Carmilla story, the Karnstein uh, story. There's you know, Hammer has a loose Karnstein trilogy. This is the first of the three. Um, it was in the seven, you know, late '60s, early '70s when um, distributors wanted Hammer to, you know, include more sex and nudity in their films, and they had to capitulate to get their movies sold. Right. Um. It wasn't, you know, what they more always teats. did. More teats. More teats. A bit. Um, and and I'm thankful for it, but um, but it's, you know, teats without a good story can get a little dull sometimes. So, you know. <laughs> no, I agree with you, you 100%. A, you need, I, I need a good story. Again, and, The and Vampire a, Lovers is a very fun kind right. of And she's not a did. normal... She can go out in the daylight, but, you know, she has to stay in the shade. And, yep. um, you know, it's got Peter Cushing playing a, a, stay a in light the shade. character. Um, just a, a cool movie based off a very famous novella. And um, they did two other follow-ups with the Karnstein name, Twins of Evil and Lust for a Vampire. Twins of Evil was good, too? Yeah, we did that one, too, didn't we? Didn't we do yeah, that one? Yes, yeah. yes. So... The two... Mm, with the Coulson twins. Yes, an, an evil hammer chick and a, and a nice and hammer a Puritan, chick. And a Puritan Peter Cushing and, you know, roaming the countryside looking for witches. And, yes. Yes, but uh, that... Very good just, film. Like I said, that is the essence of Hammer for me. Just the, a beautiful woman in a silly, billowy nightgown walking through a cemetery with mist and crosses and Love castles. It. That's, yeah. that's what I like. Yes, that's when a, I watch a horror film. That's what I really. That's love. a good one, man. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. um, what we do in the shadows has to be top three, says Ben Grimm. Um, everybody's taste is different. Uh, People love that movie. Well, it's a show now too. You know, I don't. Right, I right, it, right. But I know of it. Yes. No, I saw what we did in the shadows. I hate to break it to you. It's not on my list. I'll, I'll say it right now. Um, but I did enjoy it. What I did hate was that the eldest vampire. Didn't have a bigger part in it and was killed off in it. So he was the coolest looking thing in there. But again, it's it's a comedic kind of take on mm -hmm. you know vampires through the years. And and I loved the movie. I did. It's just there's other ones I love a little bit more. That's all. Um, Art of Blood. Then you have both the Vampire Happening and Velvet Vampire, which are basically rip off. Uh, ripoffs of vampire lovers. Okay, um, cool. And again, thank you. And that Carmilla story has been told watching. in lots of different films. Uh, some newer, some older. That's been adapted a, a multitude of times. Right, right. Okay, so my number four: Nosferatu, The Vampire, nineteen seventy nine. Fantastic film. Werner Herzog, mm. starring Klaus Kinski as the vampire. It's pretty much an upgraded Nosferatu. Now, isn't it hard to say it's better than the original? It's, but it is, but... I, I gotta agree with you. You know what? Ted, I like man, it more. At times, this can almost be my number one flick, man. 
This, you guys, if you haven't seen this version of Nosferatu, it's basically... also free on Amazon Prime to watch. Yeah, you have got to see this. Let me know, anybody, if you guys have seen this and said, uh, whoa, yeah, this is... Just the music and great... the images at the beginning alone. Klaus Kinski does such a freaking good job. And, again, Werner Herzog, you know? Mm-hmm. He takes the mood and atmosphere in this film for this period of time and just ups it, man. He, he just one-ups, you know, what, what, what you expect out of that kind of a vampire flick. And, and the moody, atmospheric, you know, feel to... I just love that, man. What yeah. more can I say? I mean, it, it's... It's kind. It kind of got some hammer feel to it, but it's a movie it's that's its own thing. It's it is its own thing. That's exactly what I was going to say mm. next. It's, it's just it's its own thing. It's its own feel. It's oh my god. There'll be more on that in a few moments. And I <laughs> again, we did we did a um, we did a commentary on this too. And I would say this one going and maybe. After you've watched a movie, maybe come back and, and, and check mm. out what we have to say about oh, it. Oh, yeah, had Eric with us for that one, too. Yeah, Eric yep. from the Death Twitch did that with us. Um, and there's scenes there. There's one scene where uh, Klaus Kinski, the, as the vampire in here, you know, shows up where the, the moon is kind of showing mm-hmm. his shadow on the ground. And he makes this face right up into the camera, just this weird, and then walks off. Mm. And it's just something I, I just can't get out of my head. There's scenes like that in this movie that just get you every single time. And I, the other one where the one dude's like sitting in the corner because they've got... What do they got? they got ashes of some sort around... Communion wafers. Communion wafers that block it, the vampire yes. from being able to move. And just a freaky yep. scene, man. Freaky scene. This... Put chills on you. So watching this one in the dark is just one of the and oh, one of the best films ever. You can watch it in German it, or English. They filmed both right concurrently. Right. I just watch English because there's no difference. Right. So, right. Oh. so, so it's, yeah, that's my number four, man. Um, the the top four is tough for me, but mm-hmm. you know to put them in order here. But yeah, there you go, man. All right, where am I going? Your number next? four, um, nineteen fifty eight. It was released here as Horror of Dracula, but it's. Everywhere else, it was just Hammer's Dracula. Okay. And so that's what I'm... Uh, this is the first Christopher Lee outing as as Count Dracula. Okay. Um, I really love having a region-free Blu-ray player because I imported the British version, which has a few seconds of extra disintegration scene at the end, you know, where he's pulling his face apart during the disintegration. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a little stagey. It's got, you know... Um, but I just... I love... Christopher Lee in it, Peter Cushing in it, uh, and I love the confrontation at the end, um, the uh, you know between Van Helsing and and Count Dracula. Right. Um, you know, even when he takes like the candlesticks and you know has him as a cross and you know moves this way and just what, you know, was just, this the one where the when he dies like the ashes like that. Yeah. That scene where it was he, taken he jump, out. He leaps and pulls the curtains down. Yes. And, yeah, the sun starts hitting him, and he literally just starts disintegrating. And wasn't it taken out of the uh, film and put back in uh, recently? Supposedly the... the, the Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the Japanese version had some extra footage, and they have found that, and 
cleaned it up as best they could, and mm, in, in okay. the UK, yeah. you can get that version. Now, that version has the, the other one, this one. That's what I thought. You know, yeah. and uh, there's some argument over the color timing and all that. I'm not going to get into all that. Right, right. I just, once you've seen that little bit of extra footage, it's just, it's so cool. I just like to have it. So, oh, yeah, no, um, no. I'm, I'm very happy to have spent a little bit of money and got a region-free Blu-ray player because... Especially if you're a Hammer fan. There's, we're starting to get some stuff now. Right. Um, but if you're a Hammer fan or, or a genre fan, in general horror fan, there's so many better editions overseas of a lot of movies that you guys probably really dig. Hell yeah, man. Or even, you know, series. I mean, so it, it pays if you if you like to collect. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so getting a lot of the overseas uh, I got a lot of the movies, Hammer yeah. movies I wanted. Some of them are starting to come out here, but you know, as long as there's not a huge upgrade in picture quality, I'm not really upgrading. So Right. Eric Griffin also adds the, um, speaking of the Nosferatu type version, is um, Shadow of the Vampire with William Defoe. The documentary, or sort, sort of the Foe, yeah. uh, sort of documentary, sort of, you know. Oh, Willem Dafoe, yes. He's fantastic as Max Shrek in that film. Oh, hell yeah. yeah I, uh, I did see that. That is another excellent film that mm -hmm. could well be on my list. I mean, you know, it, it's... it's. I love the film. Love the mm -hmm. feel. The creepiness of it, too. Yeah. Good. Um, I've seen it. I've seen it at least once. So, number three. Oh, we're in our top three. My top three. All right. Number three for me is... And some of you guys are going to go, what the frick? But let me explain afterwards. My number three pick is Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. All right. 1948. Dracula is more of a character in it than Frankenstein is. I don't well, know. Exactly. <laughs> it's titled Frankenstein, but it revolves... The whole story revolves around uh, Bela Lugosi, Dracula. Yes. Uh, Reprising and, and the role. Reprising, yes. I think the first time since the original. Yes. And controlling uh, Frankenstein, who's played by, in this one... Um, I think it was... Was it Glenn Strange? Yeah, Glenn Strange, yeah, Glenn yeah. Strange, I think. Yeah, he was a good, good one. I was seeing. Ain't it cool that I know that? <laughs> and, and the Wolfman, and but oh yeah, Lon Chaney Jr. But the reason I got this so highly up there is because everybody's attached to certain films. Mm -hmm. And again, you I've talked. If you know me and you've mm -hmm. seen our shows before, you know that this is a comfort film for me. This is a movie when I'm sick. I'm not feeling good. I could pop this movie in there, and it takes it all away. Mm -hmm. And I can't ask for anything more with certain films. And this is the one that does that for me. Abbott and Costello, not everybody gets their comedy. Check. Uh, but they are <laughs> funny as hell. I love every one of the 50 movies they've made mm -hmm. somewhere around there uh, over the years. Um yeah, it's just... Hard to know. believe they didn't like each other. Yeah. Well, they were... They, at least in their later days, anyway. You know, they had yeah. ups and downs yeah. through their career. But I won't get in a whole Abbott and Costello show here. But, uh, again, plenty of horror, monsters. Um, they even made Bela Lugosi cartoonish maybe when he turned the, into the bat. Maybe the which first was horror fun. comedy. You know? Yeah. Might have yeah. been one of the first horror comedies. Vincent Price does... The voice for the Invisible Man at the very end. Mm -hmm. You got them all. So, you know, there you go. And so it was Jerry Garcia's favorite movie from The Grateful Dead. Jerry yeah, Garcia. Yeah. So, so, so that's why I put it at number three, even though it probably wouldn't be on I should have known, but I, I, I wasn't thinking you were going that way. But The next two, yeah, you know. Right, I'm curious. Everybody should. I wonder if anyway. our number ones are going to be the same. 
All right, well, go ahead. Well, well you, okay. Your number, My number three. three was yeah. one that you had a little bit lower down your list, uh, 92, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, as I said before, it, it really affected me when I saw it. Hey, Chef Dalian and friends. Sorry to interrupt that again, but nice, nice to see you in the chat. Um, Puppet, I think. Um, that's right. I'll have to check again. But yeah, thank you for showing up. Mm -hmm. And I am sorry, Ted. It is okay. To, I'm just throwing I'm, out the I'm names. I'm growing accustomed to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so rude. And yeah, I'll be the first one to tell you, Keanu Reeves was probably miscast in this movie. I can. I That's can, the only flaw in this flick. Winona yeah, Ryder's but it's not even a fine. flaw. I would have maybe preferred a British actress. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins chews it up a little bit here and there. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I envision um, Van Helsing being a little bit more of a um, metaphysical warrior of sorts. Yeah. Um, but the reason I will put this film so high up, and like I said, my top three are usually just my top three. They're not really going to change very much. Mm -hmm. um, I do. Make sure you guys smash that like button. Mm hmm. Uh, Gary Oldman that you mentioned. It helps. The the makeup effects, the, the werewolf, the bat, yeah. um, just, you know, the vampire in, in general. The three vampires um, that he keeps. Oh, well, that's part of the slaves. story. Yeah. I, I like the incorporation of the, mm. the Vlad the Impaler at the beginning. Yeah. Um, the scenery, the costumes, and it won awards for most of these things. Right. The music that, you know. That pumping theme that starts at the beginning. Um, the in-camera tricks. Most of the effects were done in-camera using old-school cameras yeah. and, and techniques. Stuff that they would have used during, like, Nosferatu, the right. original, and things like that. Um, I just... I, I can't... I just... I'm in love with the movie. I just always have been. And yeah, yeah. it's flaws and all. You know? Right, right. I just more um, so than me, you know. It's just which is a, fine. A beautifully made film, mm -hmm. and um, I don't care what anybody says. I'll defend it to my death. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if there's really anything to defend. I mean, I, I'm not sure how many people would. Well, hate a lot it, of people but... will put it down for some of the reasons that I mentioned. Right, right. I, I get you there. Yeah. As I've said many times, I can look past bad acting and bad special effects if the story is really well told. And, right. And this particular dracula interpretation it is and it's just just a, just a great movie I, I went to see it a few times in the theater it was fantastic each time uh zachary hates says in the the chat um no subspecies i'm surprised hey as much as i love the you subspecies know, it, it's hard. series it, it is tough to make a top 10 list see when and i make a top 10 list i'm not putting on here What's necessarily popular or what everybody likes. Yeah, it's what we and I think, love. And I think a lot of lists, you know, will be that. It'll be you know popular well, I, I movies. Think, I think that's why he's surprised because he, yep. he knows we love subspecies, love though. Yeah, And I love me some Full Moon. Hell yeah. And, and it's not, you know, and I'm not even picking on what he said because subspecies isn't necessarily popular. Yeah. Um, what I'm basically trying to say is that it's, it's I actually put some thought into these and yeah. these top ten lists. And I... I don't try to purposely pick movies that no one's ever heard of or nobody likes. Right. It's just that just tends to be what I like. Well, um, I, hey, if you've watched, have. If you've and, watched our show over all these years, you know right. Ted's likes and my likes. Like Somewhat, a lot of these movies so that people mention, what we do in the shadows, I haven't even seen it. I've seen it, but yeah, I mean, it's I know, in my I queue. I, you know, I'll I get to it some year, but yeah. I haven't even seen it. Lost Boys, I don't really care for it. Uh, but um, 
you know, it's it's weird. You know, uh, Felix uh, Raiders AK says lesbian vampire killers is so underrated. I mean, in real life, they are, mm. but <laughs> yeah. easy is as long just as they're hot. Too ducking, annoying, and going. Okay, holy. Okay, I got you. Uh, I meant Radu the ducking. Okay, there you go. Radu. So here we go. Top two. Top two, and here here we go, man. These are. These are it. Give me your number two. My number two is Near Dark, 1987. Near Dark. I, I easily could have put this on this list, but I didn't. This isn't on yours at all. I love it, but I like these wow. others more. Wow, okay. Holy but I love Near frick. Dark. I, I told Bill, you we needed a top 15. Then right. it would have been perfect. Lance Henriksen, Bill Paxton, mm -hmm. Jenny Wright. Oh. Oh, Jenny Wright. So cute. Yeah, the blue only did eyes, a couple of the, movies, man. Just yeah, she was also in Saint Elmo's Fire. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, ex, girlfriend or ex-wife or whatever. Yeah, Rob Lowe's ex-wife. Yeah, Rob Lowe. Yeah, they had. And they start of, fighting, making out in the bar. After. Yeah, but Jenny Wright, man. She, back in the day when I watched this film, that's that hit me, man. I, Almost I, elfin. When she know. was she was there at the. Uh, Whatever the the liquor store beverage store, you know, with licking the, that ice cream with, with the Is yeah, licking the ice cream cone <laughs> outside with the truck and the boondocks, you know, the sticks as they call it out in Texas. You know, I just I was mesmerized and captured, man, and mm -hmm. not to mention that it just was, it just was an overall great film. It's unique. It's unique. It's different. The cast one, of characters. Is it'll so always diverse. stand out as a yes, a different kind of vampire flick. You got a child. You got Bill Paxton. You got Lance Hendrickson. Um, it's almost like an Aliens reunion. You got at least Adrian like three Pazdar people. is is the the one that they turn, try to turn, whatever you want to you know. What they do, they don't. Uh, but um, yeah, he, he also was in Heroes back in the day. I think that's mm -hmm. that's almost over a decade old now that series that was out there for a while um he was the main guy in there who uh if you guys have seen heroes love that show but um yeah i mean them getting him to you know try to turn in the bar when they all i'm not looking <laughs> i saw your eyes i can't read your chicken scratch oh. um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, near dark. It's. It, I would think it's up there in a lot of people's lists. What I for really, good reason, man. And I don't know if anybody in the but chat. I love mentioned it, man. But I mean, rest I think in it, peace, I think Bill Paxton. But um, yes, what I like about it the most is that they leave the idea of are they really vampires or not a little vague. Mm. They don't have fangs. They do drink blood. Mm. Um, you do see one character catch on fire there at the end, but. It, it doesn't have the typical vampire tropes. And there's a few movies that are like that, and that's why I really like it. And, uh, oh, Bill Paxton. I, I love the part. It's more of infected. Infection. Uh, but anyway. Two fine. parts that I love with Bill Paxton is he about to bite the guy in the bar. He's like, I hate it when they ain't been shaved. Yeah. And then after that, he's just like, finger licking good. Finger li and that was an ad Bill lip, Paxton, man. That was an ad lib. Yeah. And um good old Bill Paxton, man. Yeah, it's just a unique vampire film and I wanted to put it on this list, but I have to be honest, I like all these others just a little bit more. Yeah. And I have to uh read the rest of uh Star Leading Blinds um list. 
three Salem's Lot, two Interview with the Vampire, and one Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, culture, culture Trini. Trini, what's up, man? Uh, nice to see you in here. Near Dark Top 3. Um, yeah, my number two, man. Uh, I don't know if you just heard me say that, but yeah, it's my number two. And I'm a little ashamed, yeah. but because it's my kind of movie, but yeah, yeah, I don't know this this stuff. Where, where am I at? Where do I do now? Your number, uh, my number, two? yeah, your number two. Oh. So Ted's number two. Here we go. Nosferatu the Vampire, 1979. Mine was just a little bit higher up the a list. A little bit. Than high, hey, nothing wrong with that. I yeah, totally love this film. I love it more than the silent film. There, I said it. Um, Same here. I love the first few minutes of it alone. Just when you put it on. And you hear this really eerie chanting music. Yeah. And you see actual footage. It's actually down in like Mexico somewhere of these mummified bodies. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, that, that chanting. Yep. And it's all these real horribly desiccated mummified bodies, children, women, men. Mm-hmm. And it goes through all of that. And that just sets a mood right there. Like, ooh, that's, you know. And the slow motion images of the bat, you know, and they have those scenes. Not to mention all the things that you mentioned. Um, and then just the way that it ends, uh, the character that you mentioned that was uh, not the Dracula character, because he does perish in the end, but yeah. uh, it's sort of a metaphor for the Black Plague. Yeah. And um, and you see that in the film with the rats, wherever Dracula goes, there's you know hordes of rats. And, um, you know, the uh, he has spread the disease... And uh, when that character who's trapped in the corner by the broken up host is able to get away, I mean, he just rides out into the night to mm-hmm. continue to spread the Black Plague everywhere in the world to the four corners of the earth. Yep. And uh, does not have a happy ending. And I just, I mm-hmm. love the hell out of that movie. It's a fantastic movie to own, and uh, you can watch it on Amazon for free. So, no excuses. Yeah. Amen, man. Mm-hmm. Great. One of the best vampire films. Yeah, and my number two. So it here took we me go. a while to see that one too. I think when that Beware, when we yeah. used to be that video store I mentioned, where all they rented were these kinds of movies, mm-hmm. horror films, cult movies. Yeah, you know, you could go and film a movie on your camcorder, and they'd rent it. Um, that's where I think I rented this the first time. It was fantastic. Cool. Okay. Well, here we go, you guys. My number one favorite vampire film of all time is. Let the Right One In, 2008. Bullied Oscar. Mm-hmm. Love and Revenge with Eli. You know, I, there's, yeah, this is my favorite film, man. It's, it's, a, it's a Swedish film um, done like no other movie I've seen before. Beautiful movie. Um, you know, a, a, a dark, somewhat dark, desolate, dreary, depressive mm-hmm. Kind of movie, but fitting for the movie and for what was going on. I mean, you got this kid, this blonde-haired kid. The casting. Picked on. Perfect. You know, Oscar in this movie is just, you know. Befriended by a a vampire. Plays the perfect role, the perfect part. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the meeting alone with Oscar and Eli... You know, and at that playground there in front of the apartments, um, just it gets me every time. You know, it is, is and the, lovely. The, yeah, and and the stuff that Oscar, Oscar, goes through, throughout the film, 
just enthralls you, makes you feel sorry for him, and just, you know, you know, you root for him mm -hmm. through the whole film. And, I'm, you know, again, I think most of you have seen it. I won't give a whole lot away in case you want to see it yet if you haven't. But, um, you know, and then you got that iconic scene about, is it, is, is this your number one too? No. Did, was, was this on your list? No. Holy but I love it. Don't get me fuck. wrong. I no, no, it. I know. I you know, know what? My, we, we my went completely different directions. Is, is I, I've read the book. Yeah. And the book is so much better than the movie. The movie's good. But the book gives you so much movie's more. The movie's freaking fantastic. And you should read this book. No, I the know. book gives you more details. Of, I mean, more yeah. about Oscar's life, uh, the bullying and everything. Zachary agrees. The um, Oh, forgive me. I can't remember the name of um, the guy who was with Ellie, Eli. Um, right. But you get oh. uh, his whole backstory yeah. on how they met. Right. Um, you get her, his, her, whatever, yeah. uh, backstory, how... He she would you know became a right. vampire. Yeah, um, you get all of that, and they couldn't put all that in the movie. The book is just so much better, and one of the author's other books has a small little short story that takes place after the film, which I recommend you reading as well. Right. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but I'm sure you could look it up, and find it. I guess that's the only reason. Um, I love the film, but the book, I mean, I love it more. Okay. No, I I know we've I think we've mm -hmm. talked about this before. Well, um, it belongs and, on a list, you, but it's yeah. not on my list. Again, you guys, I can't, I can't say enough, man, how much I love that film. Um, let's see, catch up real quick before Ted says his uh, number one, uh, Dracula from two thousand four is great. Another BBC reimagining. Mm -hmm. um, have you guys seen Dracula with Jack Palance? Yes, I watched it on. Says Eric. I'm not plug. I'm not shilling for Amazon. Yeah, but I mean, I. We got Amazon. Every There's a lot other, of every good other, films on there. So out of all the streaming it. services, that's my favorite one. Yeah. Because they actually have a lot of good movies on there. Right. And I did watch that one. And that's, a, that's pretty good, too. Jack Palance is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The book is twisted. Let the right one in, says Art of Blood. Mm-hmm. As Ted said. Yeah, well, I hope you agree with me. The, the book is Ted's is right. Much the book better. is awesome. I mean, oh, everybody's good. agreeing. The book is awesome. It's, so. And if you're a big fan, no, no, I, would I recommend should recommend you yeah. you're reading it. Um, you just... It's should be on it Amazon just, Kindle, I think. Uh, maybe I'll go. <laughs> it, it's just uh, it's just so much more of everything that you love about the movie. Right. There's just so much more. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So here we go. I am anxious to hear what your number one is going I to be. I am disappointed in all of you because I don't think anyone's even mentioned it in the chat and it was not on your list. Yeah. 1977, Martin by George oh! Romero. No, but... I, 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 it was out there, but uh -huh. it didn't make my list, and, and I knew that the movie was out there. It just uh, didn't make my list. My but number go ahead. one. Have you guys seen this movie? It's it's hard Martin. to find. It's out of print. Um, I have the DVD, and in the UK, it's coming out on Blu-ray soon, so I'm going to pick that up. Yeah. But um, this, it, it's done the way Dino and I kind of like. You know, some of our movies is dirty. The way that it's filmed, it doesn't Gritty. even seem like it's actors. It's Grimy. almost like a documentary. Yeah. You know, it's just so gritty and dirty. Um, it's, it's, it's like a, the basket case of um, vampire flicks. Yeah, it's, it's a gritty. Seven, made on the seven, streets yeah. in, in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. um, Tom Savini's the only recognizable face you'll see in it, really. Mm -hmm. um, it's about a young man coming to being sent to live with his uh, great uncle, I think. Mm 
and uh, because they're supposedly a family curse of, of vampirism. Yeah. Uh, his great uncle's very old school, very you know old country-ish, and is convinced that Martin is indeed a vampire. And the whole cool thing about the story is, is Martin really a vampire? He yeah, drinks yep. blood. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have fangs. He can go out in the daylight. Sunlight just kind of hurts his eyes a little bit. Um, you know, garlic doesn't have any effect. Crosses don't have any effect. Felix, he said uh, Martin mm-hmm. is his favorite. No, this is his number one. So. You know, Martin Lawrence, the show? <laughs> Martin. No, Martin. Uh, no, no. So I... I love the film too. When and we watched this, yeah, yeah we did a commentary ahead. on this film. I, I, it's probably next to you know Night and Dawn of the Dead, my my favorite you know Romero film. Yeah, um, and it, it's kind of interesting that I just bought this blind. I remember, remember like when Best Buy used to be the kind of place you could spend a couple hours in, oh, yeah. looking up and down the aisles. Right. And I remember I just you know I had a few bucks I wanted to burn, and I was looking for something to buy. Yeah. And I saw this movie. I was like, oh, George Romero. I never saw this movie. And I read it, and I picked it up. It was like. 11 bucks and it was one of my favorite movies um and the whole question throughout the end of the film is 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 he really a vampire or not um he seems to think he is he has these flashbacks but again like near dark there's none of the usual vampire tropes to it right and it's left completely open at at the end of the film you don't know if uh you know the vampire died or if he was murdered and buried in the backyard. If he was just, you know, psychologically damaged. I mean, there's even a know. cool uh, talk show host, like sort of like an Art Bell that, that he talks to on the phone. He calls himself the Count. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's always questioning, you know, about vampire stuff. And, um, you know, the music is very sparse. Like I said, it's done almost documentary style. Right. And, again, I like that it's not a typical vampire film. It's left open-ended. And I really dig that, and it's just, it's gritty, and it just feels real. Yeah. No, there you My go. number I, one. Hey, no arguments for me. I mean, it's it's, it's a good one. I wonder if anybody out there, if any of you have seen it, it it's fantastic. Well, Felix definitely says uh, it's not in his top 15, but maybe Mike makes his top 20. Um, yeah, no, I, I think, again, Ted, you've got a bit of a different taste i have different tastes than just about everyone i know right so so there's <laughs> so, that so there's that but um so yeah just man, for the they, shits and giggles i was gonna put king kong at number one just oh lord <laughs> you know? king kong's gonna be on every list <coughs> so there you go man uh there's our top 10 vampire films of all time mm-hmm. in my opinion ted's opinion um this was fun yes i appreciate everybody in the chat uh and showing up and hanging with us as long as you you know you do um yeah so until next time i I think Mm -hmm. i think we're flirting with the idea of doing a friday the 13th um commentaries coming up here give you what you guys want so uh we may do that (laughs) for the for next week live uh as usual Uh, we will be live every tuesday be more fun if you guys chime in too while we're heck yeah watching this flick yeah so so get get ready uh, for Friday the 13th, the original. There'll be alcohol and pretzels. Uh, next week, <laughs> possibly. Uh, I know CP want, would like to get on in on this because... Bring him up. He's a big uh, Friday the 13th guy. Uh, he's having issues with his laptop right now, so we'll see. Um, but we'll figure it out, Almost man. don't even need to watch them. I've seen all these movies a million times back in the day. You know, it's just... 
It's like yeah. going back to an old girlfriend or something. Yeah, so, so again. Maybe one that you didn't like check, that much. Check out our <laughs> Patreon because we're, we're doing a couple other videos for that specifically. Um, that should be going up tomorrow, probably. A uh, little more fun, laid back, you know, all that good stuff. Laid so uh, links are down below, guys. Um, and until next time, man, I guess we'll just... Um, We'll end it here. Uh, let me hit that stop button. And until next time, you guys, the Late Late Horror Show, peace out. Mm -hmm.